So Deepa, I did something pretty crazy what? this morning. Oh my God. I, um, do you know Colin Samiris? Yeah. So they just this is Sean trying to break the news to me that he made a bid uh, on an NFT. I bid oh my God, one, oh my God. I bid uh, 3,600 on the NFT, US. So that's like close to five grand. Yeah, but you, you have to think about it in in future what revenue. What value are you getting? <laughs> no, no, no. How, yep. How, Sean bid almost five grand on an NFT without talking to me first. What is an NFT? What value would he be getting? These are all really good questions. Sean has been talking to me about this stuff for years. In fact, on our first date, after having our first child, Sean spent the entire night talking to me about blockchain. It was a fun date. For one of us. Since then, he hasn't talked much about it until a few months ago when he started spending a bunch of money on basketball video clips. I'll talk about those later. Anyway, I decided I need to do some research of my own to understand the hype around NFTs, Bitcoin, blockchain, etc. And I finally realized why Sean's been so excited about it. Unfortunately though, in my research, I never found an article or video that simplified this information. And it's a little confusing. So my goal today is to help you understand what I now know. And yes, blockchain is likely the future. From DMSK, I'm Deepa Masuria, and you're listening to Thousand Miles, the podcast series documenting my journey as an entrepreneur. It's an honest and transparent origin story of my business, giving you a glimpse into the things entrepreneurs deal with, but don't actually talk about. All right, let's start with what is blockchain? Quite frankly, who cares? I know, I know, I know. Just stay with me on this. We all know we can turn on a light by flipping a switch in our house. But how many of us truly understand where electricity is generated or how it gets safely into our homes without hurting us? Probably not many. We don't care because all we care about is using the technology to make our lives easier. Or let's take the internet as an example. Do you truly know what the internet is? If I said, it's a global network of computers that allows the transmission of information from one computer to another in small packets of digital data. What would that mean to you? Probably nothing. But I can guarantee you'd be pissed if the Wi-Fi went down in the middle of watching your favorite Netflix show. So if I tell you that the blockchain is a decentralized digital database that is organized in blocks of data linked together by digital chains that is duplicated and distributed across the entire network of computer systems, what would that mean to you? Exactly. So don't worry about understanding how the blockchain works. What you need to know is how this technology will impact your life. You might already be using the blockchain without realizing it. Have you followed the hype buying some Bitcoin or ETH? Well, if you have, Welcome to the blockchain club, because the blockchain technology is the backbone of these cryptocurrencies. Okay, so let's get to the crux of it though. Why should we care about blockchain? 
I can sum it up into one word, trust. The blockchain cannot be hacked. It can't be hacked because of the way the technology is designed. For example, the government prints cash and each dollar bill has a unique code identifying it as unique, but criminals can still make counterfeit cash, which then gets circulated into society and regular people start using it. We wouldn't even know if we had it. Blockchain, on the other hand, cannot be hacked. So if you do own Bitcoin or ETH, a hacker can't make counterfeit cryptocurrency. Let me help you understand why this is. Let's pretend Dwayne The Rock Johnson takes a picture of himself with his phone and he puts it on the blockchain. Again, the blockchain is just a type of database. So essentially, he's just putting up his picture on a database. This picture then gets a unique code attached to it. Let's say it's DJ1972. This image, named DJ1972, then gets distributed to, I don't know, 10,000 computers worldwide. Now, some sinister hacker comes in. We'll call him Kevin. What? Kevin wants to take Dwayne's picture and draw a mustache on it. In order to properly hack Dwayne's picture, so that people think the mustache version was the original image, Kevin would then have to hack at least 5,100 images, or 51%, named DJ1972, that was already distributed to computers across the world, in order for the hack to work. That's obviously hard to do, but that's why hacking a blockchain is almost impossible. Now, you're probably still wondering, Okay, but how does this make my life better? Great question. Besides cryptocurrencies, the actual application of the blockchain in our day-to-day -day lives hasn't really come about, until recently. But before I get into the daily applications, I need to clarify something first. There are a lot of blockchains out there already. We've already talked about ETH on the Ethereum blockchain, and of course the Bitcoin blockchain, but those are just two out of a lot of others. And each blockchain is different. Depending on how the developers created their blockchain, each have its own capabilities. For example, the Bitcoin blockchain is mainly designed for cryptocurrency. Ethereum has its own cryptocurrency called ETH on its blockchain, but the Ethereum blockchain has other capabilities too, like facilitating smart contracts, which I'll get to in a moment. Most recently, a lot of guys, and maybe some girls, might have been consumed with buying digital basketball video clips called NBA Top Shots. This is what Sean was buying, and the blockchain used for these transactions is called Flow. Again, this is just another blockchain out of many more out there. What's interesting is that the creation of NBA Top Shots video clips made the blockchain technology relevant in our day-to-day -day lives. What is a digital basketball video clip? It's exactly what you think it is. A short video clip of a basketball player playing basketball. Could you get this video clip off of YouTube? Absolutely. But this is the modern day trading card. Instead of an official physical basketball card, which you can hold and put up on your mantle, the NBA Top Shot is an official digital video clip authorized by the NBA. 
And like I said before, you can download the exact same video clip off of YouTube, but you wouldn't be able to trade it because it wouldn't be an NFT. Okay, now let's get into that. What is an NFT? It's a non-fungible token, which I know means nothing to you. A fungible token is like Bitcoin, a cryptocurrency. You can trade one Bitcoin for another Bitcoin because it has the exact same value. A non-fungible token, or NFT, on the other hand, are goods and services in digital form that are unique. You can't trade or barter one NFT for another NFT because they won't hold the same value. For example, you wouldn't want to give up your iPhone in exchange for a pizza. NFTs are purchased using regular money or cryptocurrency. And the reason people want it is because of the unique nature of them. When you buy an NFT, you can prove your ownership of it. And much like an art collector who collects physical art, you can collect NFTs in your digital portfolio. The more unique and in-demand the NFT, the more value it may have in the future. In my opinion, the NBA Top Shot NFT was just the gateway drug into making blockchain mainstream. After the NBA started selling their Top Shots, other NFTs started showing up on the market. Beeple, a digital artist, sold one of his digital images as an NFT for $69 million. Before this, the most Beeple had sold one of his prints was for $100. Gary Vaynerchuk, a social media marketing guru, just came out with his own line of NFTs called VFriends. He drew a bunch of pictures, which looked like a child drew it, uploaded them on a computer, and then minted them as NFTs. Each are worth admission into his upcoming conference for the next three years, as well as other perks depending on which one you buy, like mentorship meetings, for example. And maybe these things sound trivial or odd to you. I mean, who would spend $69 million on a JPEG? I get it. Most of us are used to owning something physical, something we can touch and feel. But the world is changing. And if you have kids who are preteens or teenagers, I implore you to ask them what they value just to prove my point. We have nieces and nephews who love playing Roblox and Fortnite. This is how they solidify friendships with kids at school. They play virtual games with them after school. And if you ask them, what would you rather have? A new skin for Fortnite or a new shirt? They will choose a new skin every single time. I know this because we asked them. For those of you who don't know, a skin is a graphic where you can change your character's appearance on these virtual games. It has no utility in our eyes, but in the eyes of kids, having virtual things like new skins increases your social status. When I was 10, my uncle bought me a guest t-shirt, and that was the first brand name thing I had ever owned. I wore that t-shirt to school all the time because it made me feel cool. Kids today feel cool with digital things. And as these kids grow up, buying digital goods and services won't be new to them. They're already doing it. And because they're already adopting this purchasing behavior, the popularity of NFTs as commonplace is inevitable. If, they, if their value keeps increasing, then 
that, that NFT's value is going to get even bigger. That's Mal. He's a videographer Sean works with a lot, and he's trying to explain to me the future value Sean would be getting from the NFT he just bid on. The NFT was created by a couple of YouTubers named Colin and Samir. Do you know what I mean? So it's like a collectible piece of, it's a coin, right? It's a coin that's, the, the, more, the more popular they get, the more this thing is going to be worth maybe 10 times the amount that you paid. Yeah. So you're basically, you're betting on them. Yeah, you're betting on the- Although Mo is trying to convince me that this particular NFT might increase in value, it begs the question, do all NFTs on the market have value? I don't think so. No, no, it's you, you're not thinking about the future potential. Because <laughs> I don't of see it. the future potential. No, you, you the future p potential. Just because of a somebody puts a freaking NFT name on something doesn't mean it has potential. That's crazy. just like the dot com bubble of the late 1990s, where there was mass adoption and excitement of the internet. The blockchain bubble has just begun gurgling, and no one can predict when it's going to burst. I'm not saying you shouldn't buy an NFT or that you should, but I will say that if you do want to buy an NFT, then do your due diligence because I can already see people getting super excited that they might make a quick buck, but that doesn't mean you will. This is a new market where both the people offering NFTs and the people buying NFTs are just starting to understand how this all works. And yes, as a trained valuator, I know that the market ultimately dictates the price of something. But the price you pay doesn't necessarily equate to the value you get. I'm super biased because I'm a long-term investor. So I believe that if you're going to invest in something, it should be with a long-term perspective. And this new market is no different to me. Do you believe in the growth prospect of the person offering the token? Anyway, I just went on a major tangent, and you're probably still wondering, okay, Deepa, you still didn't answer how all this is going to impact my life. And you're right. Besides potentially buying cryptocurrency or NFTs, the blockchain hasn't really affected our lives yet. But remember when I mentioned that the Ethereum blockchain can facilitate the use of smart contracts? Well, that's where things get interesting. A smart contract is a contract, but digital. Some of you might be thinking, well, when I signed my mortgage, I got it as a PDF. Isn't that digital? Yes, it is. But it isn't a smart contract. A smart contract can actually do something without the use of a middleman. Think of it as a computer program that's designed to execute an outcome if all the conditions are met. For example, if you're buying a house, banks could potentially get rid of their mortgage advisors. If you enter into a smart contract with a bank for a mortgage, the computer program will wait to see that you have all your ducks in a row first before you get your mortgage. So instead of sending a mortgage advisor proof of assets, proof of income, your credit score, your employment verification, and your right arm, instead, you can give it to the smart contract and it'll verify everything and then release your funds as soon as the criteria is met. And if the criteria is not met, well, the funds won't get released. This would remove the potential issues of human error and time delays, making the process much more seamless for both the bank and you as a new home buyer. And because everything sits on the blockchain, there's no chance of fraud. 
Other uses of the blockchain, because of its level of security, could be digital IDs, storing medical information, or even digital voting. Wouldn't that be amazing? Instead of having to take time off of work to stand in line at some community center or school, you could potentially vote for your elected leaders in the comfort of your own home without the concern of voter fraud. Unfortunately though, we aren't there yet. Programs for the blockchain are really complex and expensive to make. Not to mention, it would require educating society to adopt the technology too. As with all technologies though, it will eventually get easier and cheaper to do. And with the rise of NFTs, society is already starting to adopt this new future. And Sean and I are banking on that. Which is why our company, DMSK, has our own cryptocurrency, the DMSK coin. I bet you didn't see that one coming. It's true. When Sean and I were strategically planning how we were going to grow our company, we knew we wanted a community. A highly engaged community who believed in us. So, anyone who applies to purchase our DMSK coin, which is on the Ethereum blockchain, will have access to benefits like exclusivity on future products, invitations to events, testing out beta products, as well as co-ownership of NFTs we offer, just to name a few things. Like I said before, I'm a long-term investor. And if you are too, and you believe in us, then right now is the best time to invest in a DMSK coin. Because as we grow, you'll grow with us. And I would love to have you be a part of our community. For more information about the DMSK coin, you can go to www.dmsk.ca. I hope you like this podcast, and if you do, please tell a friend. I would be so grateful. And subscribe, and of course, leave a five-star rating. It really helps with the algorithm, because it'll tell other people, hey, you should listen to this too. And I'll talk to you soon on our next episode of Thousand Miles. Thank <laughs> you.